this is Facebook Action. I am joined to you with my illustrious co-hosts. We have Pele. Hello. And we have Leon. Hello. Welcome back, boys. Welcome back. How are you guys? What you guys up to? I've been sick. I've been working. All right. Drive to you guys have been keeping, uh, I guess, busy. Well, fairly not really so much. You've been trying to fight a cold. I guess that counts as busy. Yeah, busy fighting a cold. I my my days for the past having five days kind of blurred together. Um, just you know, dealing with a cold, trying to enjoy myself while fighting the cold, or sleeping, or knocking myself out with like five different cold medication um, to deal with it. But now on day five, <clears throat> it should be over by now. All that's left is like a annoying cough. That's why my voice is not as as it seems today. But yeah. As always, we wish you the best. Hope you feel better mm-hmm. with the, you know, the quickest of recoveries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in COVID, we're good. Fair enough. As long as it's not COVID. Yeah. But what have you guys been messing around with? What you guys been playing? What you guys been reading? Things of that nature. For me, um, playing hasn't been really much of a thing. I just been kind of stick just sticking to my usual, usual stuff and enjoying a little bit of Master Duel. Um, getting fucked over by other people because they've been playing longer. There's also that part too. Um, but you know, when when you can pop off with your your combos and your cards and such, it's it's fun. It's fun what you can do. Um, aside from that. Uh, my usual Final Fantasy it had an update. Uh, the new, newest patch came out called uh, the Dark Throne, mm. and uh, essentially with this one we get to uh, go into the world of darkness, the Thirteenth World, and we get to fight Golbez, uh, which is a Final Fantasy uh, boss of one of them. I don't, I don't remember which one it is. I think he fought Bart's. Uh, I can't remember. Bart's is that four? I think yeah. Everyone had Bart's. See. It's four, yeah, that's right, four. Okay. So, yeah, so the homage for four is there now. Um, but Gobez is pretty fire. <laughs> he is fire. He's a fun fight, too. So, oh, good. I'm glad that he is then. I, I haven't tried out his uh, extreme fight yet to get his mountain weapon, but I'm going to do that soon once I get the chance to. Um, but aside from that, uh, for. Watching wise, haven't been doing much of that. Um, reading wise, I have three things for you right now. Be nice and quick. Um, the first one is called uh, Re- Retry, and this one is on Viz. So if you want to check that out, by all means you can. It's called Retry. The post that in chat. There we go. He's right there. Okay. Uh, retry is about this young boy named uh, Okami is his last name at least uh, and he he's just you know, mind his own business just trying to get rations from other chids and such because it's like the last of the rations at the time uh, and he's not really you no. Know, doing too hot because he, he keeps losing these fights but he he always stands his ground his father taught him uh 
if you want to be strong, you need to have a stronger heart. Mm. And it doesn't go too well, but he keeps trying, and you know he prevails in somewhat. However, uh, things don't go too well for him due to the fact that this is actually doing the World War Two era, okay. and the bombings have come, and you know did did the thing dropped dropped its presence and such uh and so now he has been orphaned essentially and he now has to try and you know scavenge for food try his best to help out his family um but he is then offered a position to essentially do what his father did in the past a bit which was boxing and to try and make money like that okay and I, I'm enjoying it so far, just seeing how it just our main character is going to deal with this, mainly since this is a 14-year-old child fighting against, you know, a grown men. <laughs> I actually like the description for this one. It just says a scrappy young war orphan refuses to stay down. And I'm like, you know what, that's mm-hmm. kind of badass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, give it a shot. Uh, the next one is called uh, Temaku Cinema. And uh, this one, funny enough, is actually from the same creator as Food Wars. So you can possibly see how this is going to go. Though, luckily, the first chapter is kind of tame on that aspect. Okay, so I was expecting half hentai in there. (laughs) (laughs) I was expecting half hentai, honestly. No, well... We probably could. I've only really uh, read, read the first chapter. I just read it today. Um, but uh, this one is called... Uh, not called. This one's about uh, Hajime. And he... He's a movie fanatic, essentially. Uh, in the past, he used to be really sick. Always, like, bedridden. <coughs> and he's only ever been able to see the world through movies and so he's just really excited for almost any movie that comes by and he just you know he's a geek about it uh it's almost like how uh devon devon's our movie guy so and you know he's just you know enjoying his life as a high schooler and then for some reason he loses control of one of his hands <laughs> like his, his hands just doesn't want to function it writes this weird message saying give me your arm on the chalkboard and he's just you know, trying to use his damn hand without you know it's just not one function uh, but then he come across this uh ghost apparently that is a screenwriter and he wants to produce uh his regrets and everything he wants to produce a film that uh he didn't get to finish but he has the final script in his head However, this scene that he wants to do is like not working for him. The, the fact that he's not able to write it out, he's not able to do what he wants to, uh, is still kind of like messing with him and everything. But then he kind of finds out that uh, this ghost died like 30 years ago. Oof. <laughs> yeah. It's a big oof. So, <laughs> so the ghost is kind of down the dumps screenwriter. But then he... Uh, come across one of the uh, school idols in the manga. Uh, I forget her name, but 
It is Himiki. Okay. And she just, you know, it's just a casual day and the ghost come across as her and he gets this moment of inspiration and he takes that boy, drags him home and writes the fucking script <laughs> and tells this girl, we want you to be the star of this story. And that's how the the manga goes. <laughs> so okay, and what was this one called again? It's called uh, Ten Temachi. No, let me, let me find this. Let me just send you the link. <laughs> there you are. There we go. It is Temaku Cinema. Yeah, okay, time up for cinema. Alright. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah, it, it, it most of I well I think it will be fun because you know it's by Food Wars, by the author of Food Wars. Or the creators of Food Wars. If you don't know what Food Wars, uh it was just a shonen battle cooking series that did pretty well, at least until the end. I'm gonna be real, everyone talks about how like the plot, quote unquote, is the the takeaway from it and personally when I Red Food Wars, I really was more into the cooking battles than anything else. Me oh, yeah. yeah. I was into the <laughs> cooking battles as well. Like everybody was like, <laughs> I was really into oh, the yeah, cooking like battles Everyone well. always mentions this as a thing about Food Wars, where it's like, oh, yeah, it's like um X, he was a hentai artist, right? That's like mm-hmm. writing about food. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's like, yeah, no, their clothes mm-hmm. fly off and everything. And I'm like, bro, I'm really just worried about this food. This food looking kind of clean. Like, <laughs> it made me hungry. I'm kind of concerned about this plot. I'm not worried about the other one. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to lie. There are some people in the world that's like, hey, yo, that fucking clothes flying off thing is pretty good or why i mean some people like, just read food it was kind of just that funny, can make but... you do that <laughs> yeah that's it's i mean there's some manga and anime that just people just read or watch just for the fan service and nothing else it'd be like that that is true but you know it's also a way of expression because you know tasting food is kind of like a casual <clears throat> thing you gotta spice it up sometimes you know to make it see that oh hey food tastes pretty good oh yeah to the point where your clothes literally fly off and want to get naked Mm-hmm. No, you're not wanting to get naked. They just fly off. <laughs> yeah, they just fly off. <laughs> it, it, the food forces it to strip. <laughs> well, no, specifically, there was this one character, in, or at least the family involved with it, that if he does it, if he eats something delicious, his shirt comes off, and apparently the energy he irradiates can go to other people around the room to get their clothes to come off. Oh, isn't Literally. Like the, uh, what's the main girl's name? Like, her father? Yeah. Uh, not her father. Not her father. Um, her uncle. It was her uncle. It was, no, no, it was her grandfather. Was her grandfather was okay, first, but he had a son that did the exact, did the, did the exact same thing. Because um, it was during the um, the son-in-law. The son-in-law. No, no, no um, because it was a legitimate son. He had the ability to spread to the two other judges who were underage girls, mind you, and they cut their clothes stripped off after eating a bare um, fried steak. Well. Oh, you you only got to there. Okay. No, I got pretty far. I got pretty far. <laughs> well, I know thing. more. So there's a No, I I, re- I read I read the whole series. I'm talking about oh, that specific moment. Series. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the specific moment where this one of his sons <clears throat> he had the ability to um um well, he did the ability where if he starts to just he strips himself off, but he he radiates the energy when that happens to other people surrounding him to do the exact same thing. <laughs> 
Yep, and uh, manga's bombastic sometimes. <laughs> yep. Too bad the ending was uh, mediocre. The ending was really mediocre. Yeah. What is it? it was a story about uh, coming from the ground. Everyone kind of been really weird about it. <clears throat> <laughs> and like, the story was about like people, you know, anything can become good essentially. Mm-hmm. And then it became a, pow- a story about special superpowers and other things that variety. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, check that one out. Uh, the next one is actually a webcomic, I guess. Um, it is a monster comedy, slice of life, uh, school life, horror, webcomic, and supernatural. Uh, this one is called Godisen. And it's that boy. Literally, the description of it is that uh, the type of PE teacher to die first during a panic. Bro, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and the description of it is also, uh, this is a manga about a kind, the kind of PE teacher who dies first in a horror film. And literally, it's kind of what happens. Our, our teacher here, uh, Gori, uh, he, he runs into this supernatural thing that looks pretty fucking horrific if you get to the first pa- uh if you can find the first page it looks it looks really fucking horrific actually the uh the it's like this weird like doll ch- uh, child little girl looking thing and sh- it looks fucking horrifying and he, he gets killed he gets chomped in the head it's- then this man just fucking grabs its teeth and rips it open it's like hey yo you have <laughs> You got these like fucking piercings on your tongue. What the hell are you doing? It's not against it's against the rules, and <laughs> it's just like what the fuck? Did he just survive that? It's gonna be him in a bunch of horror situations, isn't it? Yes, and he survives it, and he and he grills the the entities that kill him. <laughs> just roasts. <laughs> yeah, he just roasts them. <laughs> no, fair enough. That actually sounds bad, buddy. <laughs> I'm looking at the first one, and I'm like, yeah, no, he just died. <laughs> Yeah, like, nah. he just fucking died. You saw the blood, everything. But he's just like, what the hell do you think you're doing? You have piercings on your tongue. And, and you, you would think, you know, the fact that you died would be the biggest thing. But no, he's just concerned about the child. <laughs> like, this is not school rules. No, that's school appropriate. Do better. Do better. Be better. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, that's pretty much it for me. Um, the whole time was really just the type of PE teacher. Like, yeah, I thought it was just like the description. No, it is the whole title. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Type of, te- type of PE teacher to get to die first. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, we hate these, but... Normally we do, yes. This is a weird enough one that it kind of works. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's really weird about that. Like, everything about this sentence doesn't tell me enough. It's just weird. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> but it fits what, how it's being portrayed, too. Yeah, honestly. Because, <laughs> what, I think there's a, a chapter where there's this weird uh, desk creature that was just kind of harassing or going around doing different things. And this fucking teacher fucking punched that that thing, and it's just like, get get your shit. It's like, oh okay. 
This is why he would die first, but he's an immortal. He does yeah. not care. He does not give a shit. He no. could be Goku. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I will pass it off to Amani. All right. Uh, for me, uh, well, I mean, let's just get into it. Basically, look, Street Fighter Six came out. Right? How is it? It's fire. Like, as everyone many... said, it's a 10 out of 10. Honestly, I'm eating good this week. That's just how I feel about this. <laughs> um, so I have a question, Amani. How fucked up is your character? It's not. Damn. Okay. I don't Send a picture. Characters. Uh, well, my question <laughs> would be, would have been actually, how many fucked up characters have you encountered? <laughs> None so far. I've been playing. Okay. I, don't, the... I don't know if you can, like, play custom characters online fighting. No, you can. You can? Yeah. Okay. You can do it in the Battle Hub. I've been playing mainly on uh, single-player mode, World Tour, because I knew I was going to be putting time into World Tour. It's literally a fighting game RPG. So I was like, well, mm-hmm. I'm going to be playing that for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't learned enough. So, like, all I got is a Kigo... Well, no, I don't have a Kigo show. I have a Kigo Ken. I have a Kigoken. I don't know why I forgot so you... what Kigoken was. <laughs> I have a Kigoken, so you pick and I have some of Luke's moves. See, I can't. You gotta learn from all of them. You gotta find them and learn from all of them. So, so far, oh, I found Chung Li because the game literally tells you where Chung Li is, and then you get Luke's mm-hmm. moves by default. Well, some of Luke's moves. I still don't have Sandblaster. Mm-hmm. So, we're using Kigoken. Uh, I want Kigosho. I want it. <laughs> Kigosho, <laughs> for those that don't know, Kigosho is actually one of my favorite Street Fighter moves for no reason at all. I actually just love how that move is. <laughs> the idea of. <laughs> You just making an orb of energy that just hurts because it's kind of just kind of cool to me. And it's just a big blast. Like, as a super, it always looked really cool. So, Kigosha is one of my favorite, like, just straight up one of my favorite uh, moves in Street Fighter. And and kind of a lot of fighting games in general. It doesn't beat everything, but it's mm-hmm. up there. Buster Wolf is also up there. <laughs> Terry Bogard okay? know, yeah, knew what was up when he did that. That thing has style. <laughs> um... Obviously, a Hadouken is forever, right? Yeah. Um, and then you have things Raging like... Demon? Raging Demon's up there? Raging Demon's up there. But Raging Demon doesn't isn't as useful to me as other moves, so I don't actually find it that interesting. I think it's a really cool move to get hit by. Vice versa, or to hit when someone executed, with. executed, right, yeah. Right. <laughs> I remember it very clear when <laughs> that moment happened. Oh, yeah, no, I had to learn it just to do it to you. You had to know. <laughs> no, 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 no. When I oh, yeah, you magically did it against something, was it uh, Devon, and he jumped over me. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> shit moment right there. He was like, well, uh, we'll try again next time, I guess. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a couple of really cool fighting game moves that I think. Now that I think about it, like, I can't wait to get, especially in Street Fighter alone. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one move, there's one super in this game that I think is really, well, actually, I don't like the way it ends, but it's really dope. And it's Dalsum Super. And I have no use for it. Because the character I'm trying to build will, just wouldn't do any of the things that Dalsum <laughs> does. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Dalsum's move is like straight out of One Piece kind of <laughs> shit. And I'm like, it's sick looking. If you guys haven't seen it, you should look it up. Well, it's really cool, and I have no, I have no use for it. <laughs> feel bad. It's a feels bad. <laughs> Dalsum used to be my main in Street Fighter 2. He was like, I was actually pretty good at uh, playing Dalsum in Street Fighter 2. It was really weird. Same. Um, 
but <coughs> as far as Street Fighter Six goes, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, pretty yeah. sick. Pretty Stretchy sick yoga fire, um, dude. World Tour has no right being as good as it is. <laughs> like, it could be sold as its own game with how good it is. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're like, yeah, no, this is just the casual thing. I hope, I hope Capcom just takes this and goes like, all right, World Tour is just how we do our story modes moving <laughs> forward. If 2K can do it, they could do it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll work perfectly. I think this is the right choice. For Street so Fighter, at least. Qu- I don't <laughs> want Mortal Kombat to do this, honestly. I mean, they could probably get away with it, but I really don't need it to be. I kind of like the cinematic stories for Mortal Kombat, I'm going to be honest. No, I understand that. Though, they honestly have a good premise of, you know, isekai, if they wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the whole series. The whole series is, is. oh, yo, we just ended up in another world. On both ends. We're just fighting other worlds. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let's just hop over to this dimension, fight people. (laughs) Just factions uh, based on the be... fact that you could just hop in between middle, uh, what is it called? Mig- middle Earth. Middle Earth? Is it Middle Earth? Middle Earth? No, no, um, no. It's not Middle Earth. Earth Realm. Earth, Earth, Earth Realm. Earth Realm. Earth Realm. Okay, okay. Can we talk about how stupid the names are in fucking... In is it, it's a Nether Realm, Outer World, Earth Realm, and um, that's it. Oh, and Ternia. Um, that's the original yeah, that's Kitana's. Um, yeah, that's about it. Oh. Earth Realm <laughs> Outworld. Out it's, it's, it's dumb names, but yeah. It was made in the early days. Look, <coughs> I'm gonna get a lot of flack here. Get a lot of flack. I can't stand Mortal Kombat. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't like Mortal Kombat. I've never liked Mortal Kombat. I like the I like the world that they actually. That's not even true. I like the story they put out because <laughs> it's kind of fun. <laughs> I don't like the world of Mortal Kombat very much. It's kind of boring to me. But like, I've never. I've never gotten it and i bro i don't even want to get into the fact that those games are stiff as shit those games are not fun to play yeah they are pretty stiff they are not fun mm-hmm. to play. now obviously hero paper play action that is my opinion and some of my friends will crucify me for that let's talk to davon <laughs> we talked to davon i think Aaron might crucify me for it too but i'm pretty sure davon would definitely do it he who shall not be named would also do it <laughs> true 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 but i i, I, I agree with your statement i grew up on I, street I fighter think. and i played other like japanese made fighting games and then mm-hmm. fighting games that were inspired by those japanese made fighting games and so when mm-hmm. i play mortal kombat i'm like this feels like shit it, it just doesn't <laughs> feel good <laughs> they they got me to buy a mortal kombat because they put spawn in it and i'm like damn I love this character. It sucks to play as him in this game. And it has nothing to do with how Spawn is. Uh-huh. <laughs> it just sucks. How his movements is. It's everything involving that game. <laughs> now granted, it's Mortal Kombat 11 and never, not everybody has the biggest enjoyment of Mortal Kombat 11. But I also think that Mortal Kombat 11 is probably one of the better feeling Mortal Kombat games. Mm-hmm. Which is not a good thing because that game is also very stiff <laughs> it's just the feel of Mortal Kombat in general and and without extension injustice yeah i yeah. i played injustice I, I played Injustice one i got good with catwoman i still don't <laughs> like how that game feels i got good with catwoman <laughs> and batgirl and they were the most fat they were the fastest 
smoothest characters I can possibly play in that game, but I still didn't like how they felt. Mm-hmm. And I got I got good with them. I, I wasn't playing around. Like I like it. I genuinely mean it as like a thing of like I put times, not even like from an outside perspective. I put time into trying to get used to these games. I just I can't. <laughs> and I will but- probably at some point not buy but play <laughs> the next Mortal Kombat game. Because if they do have uh, Homelander and or I'm kind of Omni-Man or Omni-Man, um, I, I kind of want to be able to touch them. Personally, I want to play as Peacemaker so bad. Peacemaker would be fun. Yeah, Peacemaker would be fun. But it's also kind of weird to have him as the representative of DC. I mean, DC. It's kind of weird, right? Like it's I can't yeah, be the only one that yeah. thinks that. Also, for those that don't know, it technically got leaked that those, like, these are the three people that are supposed to be in the DLC leak list. Is it Not DLC the full, or is it? It's it's the guest character. It's because there's more. The they're gonna yeah. they're gonna add more to it down the line um, as well because you know how many uh, it becomes successful like more common eleven. Yeah, it's probably gonna like three more character packs down the line as well. Now, so far, I do kind of believe that two Superman analogs is kind of unnecessary. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure who I'd prefer, but I think I'd want Omni Man. <coughs> I think I'd rather. Actually, no. I don't know. Homelander would be a lot more brutal. Homelander. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. Omni Man, I, I think, would be more brutal. Omni Man would well, be more brutal, but I think I would prefer Homelander because I'd much rather smash his face in. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> like, Omni Man. Omni-Man's dope. He's Black Air Force energy, bro. Like, <laughs> absolutely. He's like, but like, also, I expect to go forward and learn more about him in later season of Invincible, and obviously I've seen a bit of the comics, so I know a decent amount about him and where he's mm-hmm. going, so it's like, I, I don't feel as, like, I don't want to smash Omni-Man's face in. I just don't. I just don't. <laughs> like, I'd want to play as Omni-Man, but I think that, like, Homelander is a better opportunity for it to be, like, brutal and have some crazy stuff going on. I mean, that's what I did for uh, Mortal Kombat 11. I pretty much did all the fatality copies on Joker. Yeah, because... But, like, I'd much rather smash... Fucking... I'd much rather smash Homelander's face in than Omni-Man's, because he's just mm-hmm. that kind of dude he's he's trash like <laughs> he's a villain you're made to hate i love a, it he, like i hate him and it's like it's not that you can't hate omni-man omni-man does some heinous shit but i don't like oh despise I'm... omni-man <laughs> i i can't i don't respect i actually respect the i don't know how to describe it i respect the ruthlessness of omni-man more than anything else i don't know how to describe it he's efficient <laughs> he's efficient he doesn't he's torture efficient. He, just, like, he just straight up kills yeah he's talking about junk and it's like he's not even it's, you know what it is he talks junk from a from a, not an air of arrogance but air genuine, superiority yeah of genuine yeah, superiority of genuine superiority like like homelander is like he's talking down to you and it's like somebody here can beat your ass. Like I'm sure someone here, if they, if any of these characters just decide to jump you, they can do it. <laughs> but like with Omni Man, it's like, no, yeah, no one can touch him. Like he's, this, he just comes from a race of people who have just been enslaving people that they have just been more powerful than genuinely the entire time. Like there's just, mm-hmm. like they show to the, even in his speech where he's like, yo, look at what they have to do just to mimic a fraction of our power. I'm like, yeah, you know what? If I was looking at a race of people who were like half as slow as me and have to use machinery just to get even close to what I can do, it's like, damn, bro, I don't know what to tell you. Like, like y'all, 
you're not even close. You're not even on my level. You're not even close to my level. <laughs> it's like, I, I wouldn't have his, I wouldn't, I don't think I would think the way he does, but like, I get where he's coming from where it's like, what, what am I supposed to do with y'all? You're not so far behind. <laughs> I'm like, so like, you got a point. <laughs> like, man, it's just dust and humans left and right. Like, they just, like, nothing. Like, they are nothing. He actually treats them like ants because they yeah. are ants to him. <laughs> yeah, really. Whereas Homelander, it's like, you're watching this, like, man-child throw hissy fits and things like that because he doesn't get his way sometimes. And you're like, mm-hmm. <sighs> all right, like, I guess you could do that, I guess. Like, one of the most powerful beings on the planet, but, like, you... He's a bully. That's the mm-hmm. deal. Like, yeah. that's the difference. It's that, like, Homelander is, like, this stuck-up bully who, if people stop being afraid of him, they can take him. They can take him. He's not used to fighting people on his own. Like, at all. He's so used to just crushing anybody he comes against that if another superhuman genuinely want, wanted to fight him, they could take him. Which is why everyone, mm-hmm. I think all of us agree that in this argument of who beats who... Homelander, Omni-Man, or Superman, or whoever else, whoever, whatever Superman allegory you want to put in, right? Homelander loses every time because he's the only yeah. one who never fought anybody on his level. Like, just never did. <laughs> and if you've seen the newest season of... Um, death Battle. Of, no, 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 not Death Battle. Uh, that just... Uh, the Boys. I don't know why I forgot mm-hmm. the name of the show. He was like, but if you've seen the newest season of The Boys, without giving too much away... We kind of get to see what happens when someone on his level starts to throw hands with him, and he's like, "Huh, I'm I'm getting masked." <laughs> I am I am losing. <laughs> he's like, "I am uh, I'm a little afraid." And he's like, "Yeah, this is this is it, right? Hold on a second." <laughs> he's like, "That man is afraid." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah." It's like, um, you could see with the uh, obviously. Omni Man goes out there and he he fights people on his level. There are people stronger than Omni Man. He's aware of it. Like he's he's mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like he's very much aware. He's like, nah, man. Like this is this ain't nothing. Like I'm pretty strong. I'm up there. But then like then there's guys like him. <laughs> there's guys like Battle Beast. <laughs> he's like, I can't wait I can't... to see. I can't wait to see him fight Alan. I do kind of want to see him fight Alan. Yeah, that'd be neat. Alan's built different. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Alan and Battle Beast are built different, but then there's General Crane. He's built different. He's built different. He's but we aren't going to talk about it too much, but he's... There's there's Invincible built different. There's Omni-Man built different. There's Battle Beast. Well, actually, Omni-Man and Battle Beast are kind of like on the same kind of built different. But then there's him. <laughs> <That's crap. laughs> that's a different kind of built different <laughs> that is a big difference <laughs> right, there's, a, there's a difference <laughs> um but besides that uh because street fighter has been because i guess we got to come back around to street fighter because i started ranting about mortal Kombat and then obviously the stuff that we got but street fighter's fire honestly one of the better street fighter games if i've had a really good time with it mm-hmm. i love all the mechanics that's going on with it i would give a full breakdown but i just I don't want to really bore people with the details of how to play the game. I think that the drive system is a really good way of doing things. Oh, um, okay. I don't expect to see it in the next game because that's just not how that works, but they should definitely take some of the stuff from it. I need to see a third strike character. Actually, I need to see multiple third strike characters be put into this game before this game ends. Obviously, we're in the beginning, 
right? So it's going to be a while. I think my main problem for now is that I don't really have a main. Or I should say, I don't have a main, but my main is locked behind. Uh, both of my mains are locked behind DLC. Mm -hmm. Because I know Rashid is coming, and I know uh, Ed is coming. And I want to learn them. But, that being said, I have not given a shot to trying... I did like how Kimberly played. I don't want to say I'm going to be a Chun-Li main in this game, but damn, I was having some fun when I played the beta as Chun-Li, and I haven't got... Messing around with her moves in the story so far, I've been like, you know, chun kind of crazy. chun going to be mm -hmm. possibly kind of top tier in this game. <laughs> mm -hmm. Again, because that's the deal. chun depending on the Street Fighter, she's either like mid or high tier. She's always in that area <laughs> oh wow really chunli is chunli tends to like be goaded in most street fighter games like she's up there usually um some thighs she puts Damn in thighs. work like it just depends on how they like they modify her moves because some of the stuff sometimes she's a combo beast and then sometimes she's she's uh she's lacking the tools necessary to really compete with certain people and it's it's always back and forth but when she's good she's good like she's up she's top three usually when she's made like well <laughs> mm -hmm. and this is one of those games that i'm like she's made well um it's kind of crazy because like like i said i don't have a main but a lot of the characters in this game are just fun to play like jury's really fun to play i messed around with her in this one and i'm like oh they gave her some of her stuff back i'm so glad that they gave her some of her stuff back she's actually really fun to play in this game um they still have the stock system but it's not nearly as like I guess intrusive as with five because she gets her stocks but it's you can use the stocks for anything like you don't have to pick a specific button to stock up like you had to do before oh, okay it's just do the move get a stock do it three times you get three stocks and then you can use it for whatever you feel like using it for so i'm mm -hmm. like okay that's kind of cool she doesn't have her little teleport uh cross-up thing anymore which is fine technically speaking because she she got some stuff um I liked getting to know Kimberly a little bit better. She was fun to mess around with. I have yet to touch the big buff woman that is Marissa. I need to because she has the potential to be a main and I haven't touched her yet. <laughs> she reminds me of Big Band. I'm trying to play Big Very much characters. so, yes. I, I, her ult is actually really fucking cool. Speaking of which, <laughs> that is another one of my other uh, favorite fighter game moves is, um, I think it's B-Train? A-Train? I think it's A-Train. Um, it's the grab variant. So, like, he has the big knuckle, but you know this one, Leon. But, like, mm -hmm. um, Big Ben has, uh, the giant knuckle that he punches people with, and then he has the other variant that is a command grab <laughs> that, he, that he hits you with and then just crushes you multiple times with, uh, the tuba part of his uh, arm and throws you out. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty satisfying, Leon. That's pretty good. <laughs> Viking is also another one that has one of my favorite ones. She has a command grab that, uh, in... Exert, yeah, in the Exert games, she has a command grab that's really, really fun to land. So much fun that it made me kind of a biking main, only for them to not have it in, in, uh, in Strive, and it made me kind of sad because yeah. my baby came back, and then they just didn't give her the move, and I'm like, oh, big sadness. My chess. It's like the main reason exactly. I play her. Besides, like she's a cool looking character, but it's like one of the like it's just so satisfying to land that move and the fact that they're like it's not here. I'm like, why? <laughs> it's all I ever wanted to do. <laughs> it's like three moves I How want to do with Blakey. My game, like literally, my game plan with Blakey existed around using 
like that move and like two other ones usually and that's a that's a weird thing to say but it's just satisfying to use her those things in that in that game i'm like okay it's like is it strange that you want to just use three moves like nah man i'm just trying to have fun <laughs> i'm trying to mess i'm trying to press buttons <laughs> Trying to do cool if shit. you're not trying to, you know, like, try hard, just do that. Like, yeah, just chilling. I, I love fighting games. I'm a casual fighting game player. Like, I play them. I, I don't practice, but I do get good, if that makes any sense. Like, I'll. it's very rare that I go to the training room to see what works and what doesn't work. But usually, when I go to the training room, it's just to figure out. Um, I'll usually go through the trials and stuff like that just to see if you can do certain things. Just as, mm-hmm. like, it's never like, oh, I'm going to practice a long, uh, drawn-out combo to, like, end my people. It's like, oh, I didn't know you can cancel this into this. Well, that's super useful to know. And I just use the bits and pieces from there to have fun in the game, right? Like, just, just learning that, like, you could just do certain things out of certain things. So mm-hmm. I'll look at the trials, for instance, and go, I was like, oh, you could do that into that? Well, that's nice to know. <laughs> it's like, I'll be sure to use that, right? Like, it's just, I never use, like, the whole, like, thing. Which I'm sure tons of people probably say the exact same thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, you use bits and pieces and you come up with what makes your stuff unique. It's like, it's not that the way I do it is very different, but like, you know how some people lab and like come up with these more like actual crazy combos and strategies to do with mm-hmm. them? I don't do it like all of that. Right? But I just, I just like playing the game. You just go with the flow. I go Whatever with the flow. Whatever happens, happens. I get good from just fighting people. That's how that's how I actually get decent at the game is just trying to adapt. And if I can't figure somebody out, I'll just ask what I'm like, what is missing? Like, what am I not getting about this matchup? Or what am I not getting about this? And they'll be like, oh, yeah. You get like a whole Zenkai boost. Just, you know, just fight, get down, get back up. All right, let's go again. <laughs> no, yeah, it's fun to just do that. Like, it, it is. The only thing is, is that I have to fight people close to my level so that I can gradually grow. Because I'm, if I'm fighting people that are, like, too far above me, I don't learn anything from it. It's just, it, it's just like, I got trounced and I wasn't able to do anything. It's just that simple. Like, it's just like, like I just, can't see what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, it, it's literally like, I just don't understand the flow right now. It's like, I know, I know you got stuff, but, like, I don't know how to combat that stuff. So, it's like, I, it's going to be a minute before I can do any of that. <laughs> what, what the fuck was that move? Hold on, wait a minute. He's like, I've never seen them do that. <laughs> it was like, I, thing. I'm like watching, like we'll just say like I'm playing like, against Kimberly and it's like they do something with like her gas can, like her uh, little canister. Something I also want to mess around with too because like some characters don't have certain moves in certain modes. She's one of the ones that I'm like, I tried it. I only tried her out in modern. Mm-hmm. I want to play her in classic because she has mm-hmm. stuff in classic that I'm like, I want to do that. Like her little gas canister, like her spray cans. Mm-hmm. I, I love those little bomb things that she has and those are one of those tools that like in fighting games i just i look at certain tools that characters have and go like i like that tool i want to use that tool like i just i just like how it is i like how it'll like work and i want to use those tools certain more that gas canister thing that she has to like she has like limited amounts but it's like she can load them i want to use that and like i messed around her with her in the beta and I couldn't find where that was in modern controls. I was like, where is her gas canisters? Because mm-hmm. I don't know why I keep calling them gas canisters. They're spray cans. They're literally spray cans. <laughs> I was like, where are those? Because I want to, it's like the number one thing that I saw from her and was like, that sounds like fun to mess around with. Like, I want to do stuff with those. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, and I, I couldn't find it. So I got to go back and mess around with her in uh, Classic. 
also probably a move that the moment I find her in um in uh, the story in World Tour, I am mm-hmm. I, if I can get that specifically, I will use it. I want those cans. <laughs> I want them. <laughs> Let me graffiti your ass very quickly. Like, I'm throwing them down. You are catching a bomb today. <laughs> um, but besides that, just to get off of like the fighting game antics and stuff like that. Um, okay, so I'm gonna say this. Like I said, I've been eating good, but we're gonna get into another discussion with this one in a bit. But we watch Spider Verse. Cross Spider Verse is crazy. I'm gonna talk about Cassette Beast first. Because Cassette Beast is crazy. So Cassette Beast is a Pokemon like game which has two V two. Um well, you have teams of two. And you the best way I can describe this game is that it is Pokemon. But it's like Pokemon if someone looked at all the crazy stuff that happens in Pokemon and said, Hey, I can do that better. So, 15 different typings, all of them having unique interactions with each other. So, for instance, fire type, right? You have a fire type, you have a plastic mm-hmm. type. Plastic is a type. <laughs> um, okay, odd. Fire attacks plastic. Plastic turns into poison type <laughs> because it got attacked by fire. Fire, uh, poison type is flammable. You just turned that Pokemon, like, well, it's not a Pokemon, they're a beast. You just turned that beast into a poison. You changed its typing by attacking it. And now it's more weak to you because now it does less damage. In fact, its attacks buff you because you're fire. <laughs> and you can hurt it more. Completely unique interaction. Interesting. And they're all things kind of like that. For instance, um, if you're, because we're going to be using the fire type one again, uh, if you're wind and you attack a fire type, you put them out. Their attack, uh, they're actually, their attack goes down because of it. And I believe they attack you. Um, I think you get a, you also get a buff from it. Because of how uh, wind works, I gotta check it again. But basically, um, all unique, all of them are unique interactions with each other. Just weird little things that kind of mix and match how you mess with uh, different people. Some people are just weak to other things. Like I said, poison and fire's reaction is just straight up poison. is just weak. Poison is just straight up weak to fire. <laughs> it's like so you get all of these crazy little things. Um, but on top of that. Dual typing doesn't work the same way. Mm-hmm. So, what you can do in this game is you can fuse. So you take two uh, two of your beasts, be like, fuse. pop them together, get a unique sprite for them, for all their fusions, all their fusions. <laughs> they get the dual typing, and now their moves do both. Their moves just do both. They get all the moves, all the moves from both uh, of the of the fused beasts. And now they do, do both types of uh, damage. Do they do the fusion dance or baton? Kind of, sort of. Okay. <laughs> also, your Pokeballs are tapes, and the aesthetic is really cool. They have, like, this musical element to it that's really fun. Because, um, okay. like, one of the details is that, like, in the open world and everything like that, you have a more ambiance muted soundtrack. When you go indoors, the lyrics kick in. 
And then when you fuse because it's hype, the lyrics kick in. <laughs> He's like, it's stuff like that. Like it's it's fun little things like that. You get to make your like own little character sprite that's there. The world of it seems really interesting so far, actually. I'm kind of surprised with how much detail they went into making cassette piece. If you can get your hands on cassette piece, I highly recommend giving it a shot. If you're a fan of Pokemon and RPGs in general, you should probably play cassette piece. Also, I also really like the aesthetic of um, 2D on 3D that cassette piece has, which is, um, you know, you have the 2D sprites, but you're sitting on like a 3D plane and move like the Mm -hmm. map is 3D, but like it's textured in the same in sprites. It's really cool. Um, but go check out Cassette Beast, please, because I'm not even scratching the surface of everything you could do in that game. I'm just kind of giving an overall quick description of it, but you can have fun with that. Like, for instance, the, the move typings that I was telling you about, um, all, so you know how TPs work, uh, Leon? Yeah. Okay. Cause I know you're, you're for most familiar I could think of with Pokemon, um, I know Pele has played some games, but it's been a minute, right, Pele? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I gave up after um, Black and White. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the way TPs work in this game is that they're all stickers. And all moves on every character is a sticker. <clears throat> you could take off every single move on every single Pokemon and just put it on another Pokemon. I don't know why I'm calling them Pokemon Beast. Oh, what? <laughs> you can just do it. Doesn't matter what move it is, they can fucking learn it. Mm-hmm. And shinies work completely differently in this game. So shinies are less rare. Less less rare. Yeah, they're less rare than um than shinies in other games. Well, in Pokemon. But the deal with them is that shinies are completely different typings of care of uh of beasts. So the average beast might like so let's say we'll take traffic crap, right? Because I know Traffic Crab off the top of my head. Traffic Crab is a profit, uh, is a plastic type. A shiny variant of a, a Traffic Crab is might be. I mean, like you have one for every single typing, but a shiny variant would be like a Wind one. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh shit! I found a Wind Traffic Crab. That's crazy. <laughs> or a Fire one. Or I'd, it'd be really unfortunate to get a poison traffic crab. You know exactly what's going to kill it, but you can get it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and then on top of that, if you're like, you know what? I just, I think like, let's say you had a traffic light, like a normal plastic one. You've been playing with that plastic one for like a long time. And you're just like, and you're looking at your new shiny wind traffic crab. And you're like, bump it. I'm going to just take all the moves off of that traffic crab and put it on the wind traffic crab and just call it a day. You can just do that. You can be like, all right, I'm going to take this one and this one and this one and just slap it on there. I'm like, okay. That's pretty fire. Like, that's, it's one of those things you can just do. So, mm-hmm. and like I said, I'm not even scratching the surface. I'm, I was showing it to several of uh, our other friends that play, like Javi and Aaron. Mm-hmm. They were really uh, excited about messing around with uh, cassette piece. So, oh, if Aaron was definitely excited. Yeah, cassette piece is something. really cool. Um, Hobby was looking at it actually and was getting inspired by some of the stuff that they did in it and was like I could probably add weirdly enough I can add some of the things that they have in this to the D&D that we were playing because uh, he was mm-hmm. prototyping it when we first played it so 
know, he's like, I could be able to use that. And he's, I even got him to get interested. He doesn't even like turn-based combat. He loves Pokemon. He loves, po he hates turn-based combat. And the only reason why he likes Pokemon is because it's Pokemon. So the fact that I was able to kind of right. make him do the same thing with Cassette Beast should kind of, kind of speak to you on how cool Cassette Beast is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... The other thing I messed around with was uh, we started watching Kisa Nibers. So I started showing uh, Heo Shinapi Named and Aaron that show. I am rewatching it. For those that do not know what Kisa Nibers is, it is a show in which um, I believe it's seven teenagers of various uh, types. They are quote unquote the new seven deadly sins of um, modern of the modern era, which is uh, they have the the loudmouth jock, the um, the moron, the uh, immoral, um, uh, the goody two shoes. They said it's the goody two shoes, but it's self righteous, uh, self righteous. Uh, I can't remember what the last word is, uh, but it's just someone that's self righteous, right? I guess we can just say self righteous goody two shoes, but it's not Uppity. the exact thing. Um, there is there's the uppity one. <laughs> there is um the cunning normal. That one's a weird one, but I guess it's just like the person that's like perceived as normal but is always up to something. Um the eccentric and the last one is just I can't remember what her sin is exactly. But she's kinda just a bitch. <laughs> He's like, that's, that's not even to be, like, she's just a bitch towards people in a lot of instances. <laughs> and, like, that's kind of, like, it. Like, it's, there's more to her character. Like, there's more nuance. Like, all of these characters have more nuance than just what they are, quote-unquote, what they are represented by. But, like, um, they're all given this, uh, essentially this scar that allows them all to feel each other's pain. Um, and then told... You know, uh, you guys are going to live with that for, like, the rest of the summer. Enjoy. <laughs> and so it's a matter, it's a kind of a cool teenage, like, drama. It's wholesome, but it's a drama nonetheless. Of these seven teenagers doing their best to live while being able to feel each other uh, whenever they get hurt or something like that happens, right? So, so is it any emotion that they can feel or... It evolves, is the best way I can describe it. Evolves. It evolves. Okay. But it, when the concept is given to you, it is uh, just straight up, it's pain. The initial one mm -hmm. is like, they all share pain. And um, one of the first things they do to test this out, well, not these kids, but the first thing that's done to test this out is uh, they shove our main character down some stairs and uh, he pretty much wakes up later on and they're like, yeah, so he, normally... He would have died from that, but because his pain is split amongst like five people or well, seven people, he lived because their pain is split amongst it. Right? So everyone felt that and was like, ow, that hurts. But it's like, hey, you know, you lived. So now, technically speaking, they're all durable enough. They're as durable as five, well, seven humans. <laughs> they're as durable wow, as seven okay. human beings. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, anything that would just destroy seven human beings, it would probably end them all. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but um it is a cool concept and as it continues it's it's fun just watch how drama grows obviously because of how it is it's also a trigger studio anime so it, you know it's gonna look good <laughs> um 
but as it is, they're teenagers in high school, so obviously we're going to have drama. People are going to be crushing on each other and things of that nature, and we're going to see how that plays mm-hmm. out because, you know, it's fun to watch stuff like that. But, yeah, so it's a, it's a cool time. Um, now, I can get to Across the Spider-Verse, which I have seen and Pele have seen, and we I'm will not... Yeah, you will see. We will not be talking about spoilers for obvious reasons. Yet. <laughs> Probably be at the end of the show. Maybe we'll just do a separate little thing that's just a spoiler cast. One or the other, but we will be talking about that movie. Now, for now, the spoiler-free review of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. That movie is fire. It's phenomenal. <laughs> It did better than the first movie. It did it better. Also, let me just point this out, because I need to point this out. I've been looking at a bunch of reviews and stuff like that also, just because uh, once I see a movie, I'm like, yay, now I can watch other people's opinions because I've seen it myself. Um, Something that has to be mentioned, and uh, Leon, this might be a minor spoiler, but it's fine. Um, A lot of people seem to have forgotten that this is a two-parter. <laughs> like a lot of people have seemed to forget. Like other people have put in, put it into their scores and stuff like that. That like the ending is a bit unsatisfying, right? A lot of people have forgotten that this is a two like this is a two-part film. There is a when it's it was a announced. Film? Yeah, when it was announced, it was called Across the Spider Verse Part One. The very first trailer, you can go look it up. Very first trailer that came out. It's Across the Spider Verse Part One. And then eventually oh, okay. they removed the part one and then made the next one <clears throat> Beyond the Spider-Verse. That was the name that was given to the next one. But originally it was mm. supposed to be Across the Spider-Verse part one and then part two. They, that, because they have done that, and because it's so it's been so long since that very first trailer, people have forgotten that it is a two-part film. <laughs> and thus, it has reflected in its score a little bit accordingly. Um, but... That is the fair warning to everyone going into this film that maybe might have forgotten that that was a thing. This is part one of a two-part movie. (laughs) Just so that you don't get to the ending and go like, what? (laughs) Like, (laughs) just lose your shit and and walk out a little disappointed because I feel like it takes away from a film if you walk out of it being like, I wasn't expecting a cliffhanger, right? And it's... I don't want to take away that shock value because that is fun and there's a value to that but i also want to be fair to the film because it, it's not like it never told you this it's just that everyone forgot <laughs> or at least a decent amount of people just forgot that it was a thing <laughs> it's like it's one thing if like it came out and it just turned out to be a two-parter you know what i mean and we're like mm-hmm. oh that's crazy but for them to have come out and originally announced it as part one and part two i don't think it's fair to to get it docked for being what it told you it was going to be in the beginning. (laughs) That being said, the art in this is crazy. The art in this alone goes crazy. (laughs) Pele can attest to this. There are some scenes that are ridiculous in quality for animation. Like, bonkers. Backgrounds go do crazy stuff. The art direction and just swapping between characters is crazy. There's a point there's a universe 
where they actually there's several characters and universes where they just basically pull a JoJo, where it's just like every every cut is a different color palette <laughs> for the people on screen, <laughs> <laughs> which goes hard. I'm not even gonna front. Mm-hmm. There are certain characters that are just straight up like. They are a different animation style, and they will be changing as often as they need to, or feel like they need to, because they want to. They they're just gonna look different. Spider yeah. Punk is one of those ones where it's just like, yeah, no, he's just gonna look different. Also, Spider Punk is goaded. Lee Brown is dope. That. Can't understand half of what he says, but he's 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 cool. <laughs> he is British, so prepare for that. Heavy Cockney, heavy Cockney, oh, heavy Cockney. <laughs> I, I love him in that film. He's one of my favorites, honestly. I will say this, like, it's it's definitely one of those movies I want to see multiple times, but also own it on DVD because I'm going to freeze frame the entire Spider Society scene and just pick out, like, that design, that design, that design, that design, design. So many Easter eggs I'm just going to pick out, yeah. There's so many Easter eggs in that film, bro. Because there's the scene where um, they bring in one of the uh, other Spider people, and it's like, five just pop out of this all name from different universes. Like, I didn't get a chance to read them all. Fuck. (laughs) I did not get a chance. (laughs) Y'all have something. But, yeah, no, that movie is phenomenal. <coughs> Genuinely, if the first one had charted new grounds when it comes to animation, Puss in Boots did the same thing. Like, it, it, it hit some stuff. This then did, outdid Puss in Boots. Right? Oh, wow. oh, and a lot of, like, really nice touch Easter eggs, especially one that um, Amani kept uh, under wraps for me, and I was, like, laughing my ass off, like, yo! Yeah, I, I do my best to keep those... <laughs> But I've uh, already seen the movie twice. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm probably going to see it another time. I don't know when, but I feel like well, I, in the well, back of my head, I think I'm going to well, see it Well, Paul wants to see it. We can watch it with him later, um, hopefully this week. I'm, he's intending on doing it Tuesday, but I want to see it on IMAX because... Oh, what's your opinion on um, the second viewing of it? Because we saw it in the role of those seats. Okay. Um, second viewing of it, I still think that movie is pretty, <clears throat> pretty amazing. Um, there's a ton... The best way I can describe this without spoiling anything. Just uh, talk about Haley, the quality. There's a ton and, yeah. of stuff in the beginning of that film mm-hmm. that does a great job at hinting at stuff later in that film. Like, it, it, there's a lot of coming full circle. There's a lot of connect- interconnectivity with the first film. There's a lot of interconnect. Like, it's... This is the kind of... The way this is, the way this is set up, especially this movie in particular... Watching all three of these movies together is going to be wild because it's just going to feel like one giant story, which um, admittedly, I didn't think we were going to get going into this second one. I figured that, yeah, like it was going to be like you have the first Spider-Verse movie, then you have the adventures of the second one and, you know, obviously the third one, which is directly connected, but like watching all three it's going to feel like legitimately going to feel like this was just one long story legit and i'm looking forward to that because that is the level of interconnectivity that exists in this movie and i I can't wait to just actually get the chance to do that (laughs) i'm gonna have to wait till next year but like the ability to do it (laughs) is what i can't wait to do which kind of it's uh, I think the best thing I can say is that the movie doesn't even feel as long as it is. Like, it's a long movie. I believe it's it's the longest um, animated film 
uh, ever? Uh, let me let me check them. Longest... I think it broke a record with that. This this yeah. one is the longest animated film ever, I believe. Mm, let's see, really, longest animated films of all time ranked by length. Let's go to number one, and number one. Is... I remember people talking about it's not. It's record. the longest animated film ever was Spaceship Battle, uh, Space Battleship Yamato in 1983. That's two hours and um, uh. 43 minutes long. 43 minutes? Yeah. How long is Spider-Verse? Two hours and 16 minutes. Okay. Because I remember there it's a close. bunch of people were talking about how it's uh, it's it's not... Is it 3D animated? Well, 3D animated is different. And that's not much of a, you know, uh, a high bar to pass. It's 3D animation I mean, I know. Young. But, like, I remember people talking about <clears> it being, uh, like, a thing. Like, people were like, yeah, it's it's, it's, long, it's, pro- so. it's the long. It's the longest possibly... 3D animated, but not the longest animated film of all time. Okay, so it's the longest 3D animated, more than likely. Because mm-hmm. I remember that being a thing that people were like, oh yeah, it's really crazy. I'm like, okay, so in terms of ranking, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse only ranks number 20 of longest animated films. Okay. Mm. That's fine. few Mel- uh, Gundam movies are longer than that. Um, very well. Gundam. Tomorrow's Joe. Well, Evangelion Gundam. 3.0 is longer than that. Yeah, Gundam. no. Okay. <laughs> 3.0 yeah, is pretty long. I'll, I'll give it that. That does go for a minute. The longest animated film of all time is from Canada, Distracted Blueberry. That's four hours and 33 minutes long. Holy shit. Wow. Okay. What the <laughs> fuck? Why is that so long? I, I don't know. I don't know. Four hours for an animated cartoon. That's so much work. Holy fuck. I, I mean, that's a lot of passion, I guess. <clears throat> they fucked up and added things that they didn't need to. <laughs> I'm really curious on why I was hearing about that. I remember people were talking about it breaking a record. On being it's, like, a... like I said before, it might, it might be the one for 3D. I, I'm um, but I, again, but that's not like, you know, a, lot, a huge part of past because it's still relatively new. Yeah. So for now, that it's is true. Really well. Yeah. It's the longest animated film ever produced by an American studio. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> America's not about that animation as much. No, which is sad, because fuck the Grammys, honestly. But honestly, I think my, my biggest takeaway is that it is a it is a compelling story, through and through. Like, um, No Way Home, <clears throat> upon rewatches, like, rewatching and, like, re-examining that film, it's... No Way Home has problems because it is a... Uh, it relies too much on it, previous knowledge of previous Spider-Man on, films. Yeah, it re- relies way too mm-hmm. much on knowledge of previous Spider-Man films, way too much on like nostalgia. It's mm-hmm. very much a um, a fan service film, which is fine. Yeah. Actually, it's yeah. a fan service movie. I don't like to say that. Like, There's a difference. Yeah. I find that there's a difference. This is a film, <laughs> much like the first one is a film. It stands on its two <laughs> legs. The only thing you probably need to know is probably watch the previous Spider-Man film. Which oh, yeah, is only one a, film. It's a direct yeah. sequel to, to that. It's a direct, yeah. Um, so, and there and there's references to the previous uh, like Spider-Man media stuff, but like there's their Easter eggs, nothing more. Yeah. So like you can easily watch it and never <clears> watched <throat> anything besides the first one. Which, to be fair, if you're watching the second one and you pro- you haven't watched the first one, I kind of feel like you. I mean, you already were kind of messing up, up anyway. Up. I mean, <laughs> you say you say that, but we have. Uh, people that we know that done that with other franchises just jumping in the middle of it or the end of it and or expecting to know everything. To, yeah, and yeah. it's just like, yeah, no, that's not how that works. You have to, you have to. And I do, it. I do know, you know, I do refer, I'm referring to who, who should not be named specifically. Why did you do this time? 
Well, he did that with Kingdom Hearts, and I thought, like, that's the stupidest idea ever. Actually, he didn't do it with Kingdom Hearts. He was going to do it with Kingdom Hearts, and we all told him to stop. What are you doing? Like, Like, this is the third entry over a almost 20 year franchise that you're not going to know jack shit about. This is literally the ending. There's way way too too much for you to to not just not know to get into this. But there granted, there's a ton of people that did that with The Witcher, though. information in there, too. Shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But there's a ton of people that did that with The Witcher, as well. Yeah, Which, I, I mean, Witcher, to be fair, Witcher the first two the first games were kind of rough, so people just jumped into this one, and people still liked it. The yeah. first two one wasn't that necessary um, to play, and the third game was great. That's the idea. Um, uh, and people just watched the show because they played the third game, and that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I watched <laughs> the show. I watched the show knowing that like they were talking about stuff from before. I attempted to play the game, but I I just couldn't. I, I it's a big I, I RPG. To, yeah. It's not even that. Like I, I've I've told you guys a couple times before, where it's just like attempting to go through that beginning section with genuinely. I think I got to the first playable series section, and by the time I got there, I was like, bro, I have no clue what the hell is going on in this game. I should have never touched it. Like, <laughs> like that's how I felt because it's just like there was the first. I didn't. What gave me a sour taste is like. Uh, the first part thing you do in that game is make decisions based on the world that granted you're not going back to but they ask you about them and i'm like i don't know what any of these events are i don't know what any of these it's really weird for me to be like yeah no i did this and this and this and i'm like i don't know what any of that means i don't know what any of the ramifications of these means like if they have ramifications like none of it it's just like i I don't know it's like this is what you did like it's literally a questionnaire of like what did you do in the previous game and i'm like I didn't play the previous games. I have no clue what I did back then. Is this your question? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, I have no clue. What is the right answer on any of these? <laughs> and oh. coming from, you know, oh, someone sorry. that played the Telltale games and stuff like that, and Mass Effect, like these are, and Dragon Age, like these are games that I played. I'm like, I'm not trying to make decisions on games I didn't play. <laughs> going in, I have no clue how this is going to play. <laughs> it's like, Apparently, those choices don't matter as much in third game, but, like, I don't know that. I, I don't know that. You know what I mean? Like so. But, like we said, Imagine. Spider-Verse is really a weird thing to I'm be sorry, like. Just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Amani, I, I was going to mention this one, so it's not a spoiler. Wait, um, wait, 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 call wait, out for wait, any story. Okay, go ahead. Because... Uh, Leon was trying to get something out. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just going to say, just imagine there was a game where you have to play the previous games, and if you don't, the game just kind of just gives you the worst ending possible, like apocalyptic everything. <laughs> well, you, you say buy that. Those games, you, you say that. Good you say that. <laughs> Mass Effect Three literally does that. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> it is very clear. Uh, I think, especially if you have the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Now that you have the trilogy, the trilogy's out. Because they got rid of some of the multiplayer elements and stuff like that. Because you don't have it. You have to... I mean, obviously, if you own the trilogy, you should probably go through all three of the games. But, like, if you started at Mass Effect 3, it is damn next to impossible for you to acquire the good ending. Actually, it's impossible... In the old game, it's literally impossible for you to acquire the best ending if you do not... If you haven't played the other ones. Like, it's, it's actually impossible for you to get it. The synthesis ending requires that you have done um certain things in the previous games in order to even get it in the first place um for it to even be an option for you <laughs> you wow, had to have done okay. it yeah you have to because the franchise is built for you to play through the whole thing 
So yeah. it's like the the best possible ending. You have to have done certain things in the previous games for it to even be an option for you. Otherwise, <laughs> you just choose uh, red or blue, or technically like white if you realize that was even an option. Um, and then, you know, the game would play out its ramifications from there. But in order to uh-huh. get the green ending, you have to have played through the previous games um, and done specific things in those games in order for it to even work. So when, how the fuck would they even, like, get that information just from the data? From, like, your story? Well, yeah, because, like, the idea it's is save data. It's save data for each game, so... Yeah, the only the only reason why the Witcher doesn't work for the Witcher is because the first two Witcher games only exist on the 360, and you can't exactly carry that over for The Witcher Three. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's just unfortunate for those who were playing The Witcher. Um, <laughs> it's weird because like even The Witcher Three was kind of presented as like, for some reason, it was presented to people as like, what the uh, what a perfect time to jump onto The Witcher, and he's like, you mean the third game in the franchise that has characters showing up for the previous games? Yeah. Have- no clue what I did with, and they show up with, now, you know, history. To, to be <laughs> fair, Bioware goes uh goes above and beyond for stuff like that, so I don't expect CD Projekt Red to do the similar aspect along with it, mainly because that's a lot of story and choice details from the previous games you have to carry over multi-generations. Because remember, Dragon Age is also the issue, had that same problem too, where the mm. first two games only exist on the pre- PS3 and Xbox 360 era, and they well, Inquis- Inquisition yeah. moved on to the next generation. Yeah, but I will say this, because that's the thing. <coughs> uh, Inquisition found a way to do it, but with The Witcher, it's even weirder because characters remember and have a certain... Like, Trish and Yennefer each have their own backstory according with and like when they show up in the game they have history with <coughs> and they don't pretend like that history didn't exist not inherently mm-hmm. and for even more so because it's like I don't know, that's your love interest from the first game he's like you don't remember and neither does Geralt but like <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> and so you're like oh <laughs> and Trish remembers but I actually don't remember if Geralt remembers <laughs> Probably not. Problem. He drank himself like he completely forgotten about it. Probably. Which, I they're doing their best in writing it to be like, yeah, Geralt doesn't really remember, so it kind of allows you to figure out too, but not really because like that's part of what makes it interesting is that when you get to those parts with like Jennifer and Trish, you're like, oh right, yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> Shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> like. That happens. Well, it's, you know, it's weird. But I guess to come back around, because we got off topic again, Spider Verse is phenomenal. Guys, go watch it. Please go watch it. Actually, I'm going to beg you. Apparently, it's doing so good so far. It's going really good so far. It blew out the Super Mario movie already within its first <laughs> couple of days. And within the first day, it's already made more than the first three days of release for the first film. Mm. So I was like, geez, that is uh, it's popping off popping off out here so this movie is uh obviously people are gonna have to see it and i recommend that you guys go watch it because it's fire um but that would be it for me so what about you pele oh well, like i mentioned i um, went to see uh across the spider verse and the roller coaster seats uh thinking about watching it again uh later this week hopefully with um better sound quality because that was my biggest gripe of the film and when we watched it, it was a bit like it sounded a bit soft uh, during the audio because I can barely hear the music 
Um, was you had the same issue? I thought I thought because I was sick, I was my ears were going out for a bit. Um, I didn't have that issue, but by the time I seen it the second time, um, well, I'll say this: the first time was definitely I was more engrossed in the film than the second time, mm-hmm. because uh, unfortunately we had a crying baby <laughs> in the audience. Yeah, we had a crying baby like that. Oh, and it's, no. it's it's roller coaster seats, so you run a crying baby to roller coaster seats cinema. Like I don't really know why they thought that was a good idea. Granted, I'll I'll good. mention this: couple <laughs> had two babies, right? One well, of the babies, an actual angel until, like, the very end. She started to cry a little bit. That was it. But, like, she had been there for, like, the whole movie, just quiet. I was like, dang, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good baby. Right? The other one could Kept not stop. making noises. Yeah, could it wouldn't, not, it wouldn't could not, stop. Could not and, stay quiet. And there was a part of me that was genuinely like, I don't know why. Like, I noticed them, too, when we started to start the film. I'm like, why did you? <laughs> like, not only did you bring your babies to the movie theaters, but you brought babies to a roller coaster seat movie thing. Like I feel like I was like, there's that's gonna bother I felt like it was gonna bother them. One of them got rocked to sleep, I guess. <laughs> was chilling. The other one though, on the other hand, was uh, was not feeling it. Um we, Yeah, we definitely had people in our audience that was kind of upset with the fact Yeah, that. it's like it was we, they were starting to get mad. And admittedly I was not a fan either because I was just I really did look and was like, people talk about this all the time. Why would you be that couple? You know what I mean? Like, why would you be? It's that eleven a.m. on a Saturday. It's eleven a.m. on a Saturday. You couldn't get somebody to watch the baby, right? Why would you be those people? He's like, knowing, knowing that no one really likes. And it's not that you, and that's not me saying that you don't deserve to go watch a movie if you're a parent. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to go watch a movie. You know, watch Spider Man with your with your wife or fiance or whatever the relationship is, baby mama, whatever. Do that, but like maybe leave the kids at home. They're babies. Leave them with somebody. <laughs> now, now, I'll say this. For the parents who act actively just bring their kids to films and uh, let their kids do whatever f- the fuck they want to cinemas, fuck you, because you're not being respectful at all to anybody in a cinema. You don't know how to take care of your kids. Yeah. yeah I now, I'll say this. The baby, like, obviously you cannot control a baby completely. It's going to cry. It's going to do its thing. But that's why. No, but if you're actively is, bringing a baby yeah. and not even trying to do anything to stop them during a film while it's playing, you're just a terrible parent. Because, like, I'll admit that the parents were trying to get the one of them to just settle down and be a little bit more quiet. Mm-hmm. But uh, ultimately, I was just like, man, you would have just done better and avoided it. And all of this had you just left them with someone. Like, because mm-hmm. not for nothing. It's just, you know, it's, it's a theater. <clears throat> it's a movie, right? Most people would like to be quiet during a movie. What are babies not good at doing? Be Staying quiet. quiet. <laughs> It's, they're just not good at that. Cause Especially they, in roller coaster seats where, you know, it's rocks and shakes it about like crazy everywhere. Yeah. It's it's not going to exactly be easy for them to stay quiet. They, oh, no. Yeah, no, they need what no, they no. need, right? So it's just like, it's like I said, it's not even a matter of like you shouldn't be able to like enjoy yourself or bring a baby to the movie. Like, well, nah. It's not that you shouldn't be able to enjoy yourself and go to the movies and stuff like that. It's not, it's not that. It's just that if you plan on doing it, just find a sitter. Like, mm-hmm. plan accordingly so that, you know, you can make sure that everyone around you, including yourself, has a better time. Because I'm sure that couple left the movie theater quite, like, embarrassed. And I felt bad for them. Like, I genuinely felt bad for them. But it was their own doing. It was yeah. their own doing. That's kind of a weird part about it. It's like, I felt bad because certain people were definitely, like, telling <coughs> them, what's up? And I, I don't condone, I don't condone the way 
they were told. But I, I feel bad. So I feel bad for the way that they were spoken to about this, about this problem. Mm-hmm. But I also kind of like, you really did do it to yourself because you decided to bring a baby to the movies. I don't know why you thought that was a good idea. And they were, you, they, were, they, were young. No, no. they were young babies. Like, I mean, they were, they were genuinely babies. But like, it's like, you know. But it's unfortunate. Yeah, babies be babies. Um, I think at some point they just I think the the mom just left with it. I also will admit this because I gotta say this. I think I noticed this last minute too. Um, mm-hmm. So when we came out the movies, we started talking because uh, Pele, you weren't there for this, but we had got back in the car and we had the windows down because it was hot and we were getting ready to leave. We were talking about the situation with the baby, and I think out of the corner of my eye. I think I saw like two cars away was the parents, which means that like, I think they overheard our conversation about bringing a baby to the theater. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't evil eyeing us or anything like that, but I was like, I was, I caught it at the corner. I was like, hmm, I don't know. That looked like it could be them. <laughs> and, was like, and I was like, you know what? To be fair, at this current moment, we are saying that they, we literally were talking about we were talking this exact thing right now where we were like, don't condone mm-hmm. how they were told. Probably shouldn't have bought a baby, though. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, everybody knows not to be those people. <laughs> and so it's like, as I was definitely like getting ready to pull out, I was like, I think they heard that. And to be fair. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is what it's it called, is. It's called. It's called. It's called theater etiquette. You gotta I learn it. Feel, I was like, mm. like I saw the they tell. Like, they tell this to here in the beginning of every film. Um, turn off your cell phones. Make sure not to call. Have a conversation dude, during if, a little if film. If you gotta turn off your phone in the middle of like, like, if you have to turn off your phone when going to the movie theater, they tell you. They put a thing up. What makes you think yeah. you can have a baby? You can't turn off a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Can't put the baby on silent. (laughs) Hit the mute button on the baby. That's not a thing. (laughs) It's like if your cell phone could be enough of a disturbance, why why did you not think the baby? Bring a baby. Because it bring a baby. Always keep that in mind, people. Your baby does not have a mute button, and you know it doesn't. <laughs> and if doesn't. once again, if you're one of the parents who don't give a shit about anybody else's time during a film, and you let your cop child be reckless and loud the entire fuck fucking time, go fuck yourself. Now I will admit, the babies weren't even; they were pretty bad. Well, one mm-hmm. baby was pretty bad. There was also like some kids that were in there that were kind of like, I don't want to say loud, but they obviously had. No, they were loud. <laughs> They weren't oh, obnoxious. There's a difference. Yeah. They were loud. Well, they weren't obnoxious. They were obnoxious. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the... I'm, again, I've been... I've had this a few times on my own. Where I went to see a movie and the parents just did not bother shutting up their kids at all or just let them run around the but entire yeah, so theater. You like, hear it too, just, where there was this, like... Yeah. They would get really loud and the parent would be like, shh, shh. Yeah. Like, calm down. But I was like, damn, this kid is... Uh, this, this kid is really, uh, really going for it. <laughs> There's a gunshot that happens in this movie that, like, one of the kids <laughs> just literally is, like, screams to him, like, I don't know what to tell you, kid. That was the most telegraphed good shot I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how it scared you. I don't know. <laughs> but the roller coaster seats were fun. I'll say that much. They were, they were kind mm-hmm. of fun. Little, little, uh, 
I definitely how did you feel about it because I felt for the first time seeing that movie it's it's I couldn't imagine seeing that for the first time like the film and the first time in those seats I guess it just depends on the uh, type of person but I like um films like this because I think it just enhances the experience a lot more for instance like being immersed in the swinging of the entire action I feel like I'm just more immersed into the film that way fair enough because I do yeah. like some of the angles that he did with it but there's some stuff certain times and certain action scenes where it's just a little too rocky mm-hmm. admittedly and um, I talked about in the beginning where they were just going with accordance to like every single beat of a song and I was like, yeah, no, I, I do not. Well, it got really movie. rocky. I want to say when they were yeah. starting to go literally up. I'm just going to say that as a reference, just when they're going up. And I think, you know what I mean, Amani. Yeah. And that got really heavy. And I was just yeah. like, all right. <clears throat> like, some of them you were definitely looking at me like, I don't think I needed to get hit with this. I'm like, <laughs> But it does do its best um, to enhance it. I do. I actually think that like if they took the time to like adjust it a little bit better, I think um, roller coaster seats would be better with a slightly more subtle uh, touch to a lot of its approaches. Um, it depends on the film because I the first time I encountered those roller coaster seats was when I was back in Tennessee and I went to see Dune in that one and that was a great experience. But again, I think it's because of my taste for it right? because it enhances the film for me and I enjoy it that way. It may not be for everybody. I don't think it was great when we watched it with Doctor Strange because it um it didn't fit well for the film, I would say. Though it was intense at the time. See, I also saw it with No Way Home, and that was cool, especially with the website and the everything like that. It, in the beginning, yeah. see that. <clears throat> but it really just depends on the person, and I think that uh, is just it. But I, I did enjoy it, even though it did give me a headache, but I was, you know, I am sick, so. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But what else did you do? Um, nothing much else. I caught up on a few of the games. Uh, I own finally beat play through and beat through the cluster protocol i don't like that game (laughs) the final verdict on that is no no um so i like the atmosphere it looks great there's a potential and good foundation for just the overall package just makes me aggravated there's um there's a specific level section so you know how those uh survival horror aspects where you're kind of stuck on a moving train and you have to fight zombies that come through uh, on each side and every single time mm-hmm. that happens in this one it's aggravating me more since you don't have much um it's since the game's not focused on shooting it's mainly focused on melee and having them come at you and constantly mutating they become stronger immediately mutate as they come to you and they're already the stronger variants for like fuck me and it's like three at a time like i can't do this with three fuckers at a time because the game's not built for it and it's like, people are saying it's a skill issue. It's just not fun. It is just not fun after a certain point. That's fair. It's just, it is kind of like, too. I'll, I'll admit. Mm-hmm. Um, it just becomes... Really good discussion about horror, uh, horror games because of it, or survival horror games and what would be, like, good mechanics and stuff like that because of it. But, yeah, no, it is not a shining beacon of any of those. Mm. Um, beyond that, though, I, I like what they could set up in the next one. It... It's very cliched at how it ends because, like, it just set us for the next uh, aspect, and it's like a reference to the first Dead Space, especially you know how at the end of the first Dead Space, um, the game ends and then scream in your face by a zombified um, love interests, mm-hmm. similar to this one as well. And if they made enough money, here's a sequel. I'm kind of hoping they do a sequel, just you know, tighten up the problems or fix the issues. Um, 
fundamentally, and hopefully the next one will be better. Yeah. Judging by the box office and everything that's going on right now, they're going to have more than enough money. So. Yeah. The Callisto Protocol? I don't think so. Like, For... it's just judging. I'm not totally sure. For... Well, video game. Well, video game sales we can't exactly know because they like to keep that tight lipped. I'm talking about True. video game, not box office for films. Mm-hmm. Actually, we could see how. I'm pretty sure we can try to see if they have any sales numbers on it. Mm, most sure. it, some of them do, some of them don't. They're, some of them yeah, are extremely tight, tight lipped. Mm-hmm. Is anything else for that in the meantime? <laughs> Around two million is what it said. They needed to sell. They had, they're expecting to sell it by five million this year. Yep. No, I, I can sell, see it. Uh, uh, five million copies, but they uh, pretty much got around two million. Yeah. So is it considered a flop? Yeah. So there may not be a sequel. Wait, how much did uh, Dead Space sell? Like Dead Space, uh, the remake. The original. That's kind oh, of the original. The better thing to compare it to. <coughs> oh wow even the, the remake did not meet sales expectations oh no oh, oh that's fucking well, great to be fair dead space dead space actually only sold over a million copies worldwide yeah but that was like back in 2008 where it actually was um uh it mattered enough at the time but you know how their companies are now expecting bigger sale numbers in order to get the prosperity for it go through and with that space remake only sold two million copies, we're expecting six. Like, oh, that's considered a flop. Like, it is considered <sighs> a flop, but I actually kind of want to point this out. It's like, yo, the original barely sold uh, like over a million. It made a million, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then let me see. I want to see how much two did. Remember, it's remember, it's only considered a flop by the publishers, not by criticals. Oh, I know, but it's like, yeah, no, this is a perfect example. So, Dead Space One sold a million. Dead Space Two sold nearly two million. And Dead Space 3 is, uh, I mean, obviously Dead Space 2 is the, the one that's considered the best one. And Dead Space 3 didn't even touch a million. No. Oh, no. It sold 600,000. Uh, 600, yeah, uh, yeah 600,000, uh, 600, basically. Damn. And um, if that's, the, honestly, if that's the case, I don't know why the fuck you put a, like, a number like 6 million. This is not, like... Six million is more than the entire franchise itself has sold. They want a franchise starter numbers. That's what they want. That's the that's the idea. Yeah, but that's not how this franchise starter numbers are low. Like that's even for this franchise, it's a horror game. Like mm-hmm. those yeah. aren't those I, don't sell inherently well. Like I think six million units. <clears throat> Again, I'm money. We're thinking logically. Publishers don't. This is fair, but it's less, it's just one of those things where you look like. They're publishers and stuff like that, right? So the idea is mm-hmm. you would think you would do sales numbers based on what, like, is projected for the game as it's already done. What would make no? It a flop? Like, I, I feel like if, I would you feel think like no. what would make this a flop is if it sold less than <clears throat> the original one, or at <clears throat> least sold less than the top selling one, right? So the yeah. top selling one is Dead Space Two. If it yes. sold less than mm-hmm. Dead Space Two, 
then you might be like, ah, it's kind of a flop. You didn't do even do as good yeah. as Dead Space no, 2. You would think, but Amani, they're um, comparing these sales numbers to Call of Duty. They're comparing it to GTA. They're comparing it to anything that's, that's already... stupid, yeah. because I, these are I know it's. I know it's stupid, but it's also EA. You have to remember that. Like, that. that's, like, actually dumb. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand who's sitting there in a meeting going, like, it's got to sell this number. And I'm like, you mean the number that it never has sold throughout its entire lifespan as a franchise? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, was, Logic has never been involved with this, man. I would for sure be like, yo, this doesn't even make sense as a projection. <laughs> it just doesn't. Because <laughs> the same they did the same thing with Cap- Capcom, did the same thing with uh, Devil May Cry originally. Yeah. It was like, yeah, no, it had to sell this exuberant number. And I'm like, you mean the, the <coughs> number that the fan base alone wouldn't be able to cover <laughs> mm-hmm. just can't <laughs> at our peak we couldn't cover this number <laughs> and you want us to just do that now sure i guess why not we can go mm-hmm. for it i guess yeah no the the idea that it only sold that the last game sold 60 60 actually not 60 600 thousand thousand mm-hmm. and Remake sold, you said... Less than, about 2 million, which is below the expected number of 6 million. It sold 2 million copies. At the end of the day, it sold more than the last game, and I think it sold more... Yeah, EA stated that Dead Space Remake is very, 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 very good. I'm really, really bummed that it isn't accessible for EA, it's so... And it it actually, tweeted. technically speaking, it met its peak. Like, if we're, we're being completely honest... Every, uh, and this is like a fair estimate, so to speak, but this isn't exact, right? Mm-hmm. But this is this is what I'm kind of going for. Basically, every person that bought Dead Space, like uh, Dead Space uh, 2, right? Because that's, mm-hmm. that's the franchise at its peak. So basically, every person that, like, you know, the franchise has ever had at its peak bought Dead Space again. And then some, because it, uh, Dead Space 2 didn't make 2 million. Dead Space 2 sold, no, Dead Space 2 sold 4 million. No, it says, uh, here, it says shipped, uh, nearly 2 million units. The original, the original Dead Space sold 2 million copies, Dead Space 2 sold 4 million copies, okay, according to this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dead Space um, 2, uh, cost 60 million to... 60 million dollars to make. Mm-hmm. Sold 4 million copies. I guess that's his lifespan. Well, that's not good then. Never mind. Yeah. That means it's still a failure, technically speaking, ultimately. That's, I mean, that, yeah, I get that. But, you know, the push for having bigger numbers because the amount of um, money uh, the publishers put into making the game, especially just publishing it um, and multi- multimedia oh, okay. franchise it. My bad. The marketing. The, these are, yeah, they're considered this because the same goes for movie marketing. The, the budget for the film or project is one thing. You need to double that for the marketing alone. It's kind of sad a little bit. I'll say that much. But hopefully they'll. I mean, the hope would be that they would make Dead Space Two remake, right? Because that's the one everybody wants to see. Yeah, well, I mean, it's successful enough, but EA's fickle with that shit because money talks, not really um, critical reviews talks. Fair enough. But so be it, I guess. Anything else, Billy? Um, let's see. Uh, no, nothing too too much. I'm currently 
working through Steel Rising on that. Um, it's pretty fairly easy uh, Souls-like robot mechanic. Just makes me want to play more. Uh, just makes me more anticipate for getting uh, Liza P. Honestly. Yeah, that is coming soon. Yeah, is... I can't wait for that one. But beyond that, just know more of the vision, and that's about it. And me being sick, of course. All right. Well, let's get into a little bit of the news. Uh, one of the things I wanted to mention on here. If I can find my dodger real quick for you. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I think this is a funny one to just mention. So, apparently, we're getting a crossover with uh, Stranger Things because Stranger Things loves to cross over with random stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's a crossover with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's weird. We're getting a comic that is coming out that is a crossover of Teenage, uh, TMNT. Spoiler dynamic between Eleven and Raphael. Okay. It is, uh... <laughs> Alright. Like, it's just like, okay, I guess. <coughs> like, I'm not really... I Obviously, they'd probably mistaken the turtles for something from the Upside Down. And to be fair, I think the turtles would excel in the Upside Down. I'm like, everyone else that has ever been to the Upside Down in that show... Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, of all the turtle, of all the things the turtles have seen over the years, the upside down is probably the least of their concern. Yeah, <laughs> be fine. I'm not worried about the tur- I'm not worried about the turtles at all. See, even if you were worried about the kids, turtles got them. Cause yeah. it's the turtles. <laughs> They're fucking ninja turtles. Yeah, they got it. <laughs> um, but that's a really cool one. Um, I it's weird more than anything else, but I'm kind of looking forward to it. It's weird that I'm actually really looking forward to it. Like, I'm it's still not the weirdest thing, though. No, it's not the weirdest thing. Seven Sins is the weirdest one. Still don't understand why I thought that was a, an amazing I don't. Thing. I don't fucking know and never came back. It's never came back. It's one of another collaboration. But I will say this. Speaking of Ninja Turtles, we got a new trailer. Trailer for, for the uh, Ninja, Ninja Turtles movie. Mutant Mayhem. It looks good. Also, I really like... Um, I really like Ice Cube as Baxter Stockman because <laughs> it's super fly, and I, I like uh, I like I like it. It's a good it's a good tone. It still looks great. It's doing crazy stuff with animations. Um, <laughs> I don't know where this is gonna stand because Spider Verse came out and just set this like obviously set a new bar, but this still looks amazing. Like I don't want to take away from that. Like this movie looks awesome. I'm a fan of making the turtles like feel younger you know what i mean um i like it uh, i kind of can't wait to see how they decide to play around with everything because it looks fun we got to see splinter jackie chan is splinter in this one that's fun. amazing absolutely amazing that's why i was like yes this is this is the right <laughs> choice i think a lot of the dialogue is pretty snappy i like how uh he gets on michelangelo about using uh rat because he's like you ran us out and he's like hey I use that word that way. I'm like, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I always looking forward to a new Ninja Turtles thing, especially something with this much style. Especially something with this much style. Uh, any other ones you guys want to mention? Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Amnesia's back. Yeah, yeah it's uh, World War One. Mm-hmm. You get a gun. Mm-hmm. This one is going back to. Uh, I mean, it's part two. That's they took a break. This is a second part of that. Um, it's still series. at least the thousand year blood war. 
looks oh, fantastic. Uh, speaking of Bleach, apparently they did a recent uh, one-shot special where uh, Ichigo's kid got uh, sent to hell. Oh, no. And you, when? yeah. Um, earlier last year, uh, late, later la- late last year, apparently, um, on it. So it was a Halloween thing, I think he was doing. It was like, oh, they're doing more crossover stuff because I would like to see if they're adding more connections to Burn the Witch because that's the other um, in-universe Bleach um, manga that the Taite Kubo it was doing at the time. I don't think so. Is that even continuing? I don't actually, I didn't know if Burn the Witch was actually, I know it was supposed to be coming out, right? Like I said, I know, I know. No, Burn the Witch exists. It's currently still going as far as okay. I understand. Um, I but in terms of connections, at least from the one shot, they're not connected at all. If that makes sense. Like they're in the same university states, but no direct connections to each other because like the witches are not part of the soul society, different parts of the world. It's like, how is this connected? I just, I was just curious at all. Because it's called Burn the Witch, and like when you look at it, it spells bleach. And they do the little thing for it. I mean, I get that, but like they fight dragons, not hollows. I don't, I don't know how. It could be just because how far distance, you know, that's all I can think of. Like different regions have different hollows or different demons to deal with, and I guess. Like each one has their own afterlife to deal, contend with. Probably, it might be the case. No, this this came out in uh, <coughs> at least the one shot I'm looking at came out in 2021. The um, the hell one. Yeah. It had Ichigo as an adult, and is it mm-hmm. like they're doing like a captain's meeting or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that came out in 2021. Yeah, that was the last one I saw um, for it. Not I guess not recent then, but that's the one I read re- recently. And that was the last extension of Bleach. It was like, people were thinking, like, is he going to continue it? Like, no one knows. Yeah, no one knows. No one knows at all. <clears throat> we should probably just uh, go ahead and finish that up. To be fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's about time. It's about yeah. that time. We can all agree it's about that time. Um, Agreed on that. My voice can only my voice can only handle so much right now. Your voice can only handle so much. All right, I can, currently yes. <laughs> oh, no. What about you? Leon? What about uh, for me? Yeah. Anything that you want to mention on our list? Ah. Uh, Not even gonna mention Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Well, it's it's just saying that's gonna arrive this year, so it's like, hey, cool, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, basically, they really wanted to let everybody know. It's like, yeah, no, it's still coming out this year. Or, like, we would, definitely fully so. intend for it to be coming out this year. And everybody's like, oh, well, okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you for uh, thank you for letting us know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's, like, neat. It is going, so, I mean, like, it. they haven't said anything. And much like how Spider-Man was beforehand, it's like, is this even still coming out at this point anytime soon? And they're pretty much mm-hmm. like, yes. Yes, it is. And, uh, I mean, like, granted, we're not in the same kind of situation as uh, Spider-Man was. We were like, yeah, we're like three months out from this, three, four months out from this, and we haven't heard anything. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, we should probably, like, say, like, something. Mm-hmm. This one is probably winter. I think this is just going to be, like, probably late winter. They'll be like, hey, yo, uh, it's good. It's time. It's time for it. It's, it's we got ready. You. What I'm expecting. Uh, 
there's nothing really else that I can really see that I want to speak about, honestly. Fair enough. Um, I do want to mention that uh, we recently discovered that Arcane Studios actually just wanted Microsoft to cancel Redfall. Oh, them was going so poorly apparently that they were like, please just, please just cancel the project. Mm-hmm. Please just cancel the project. I'm wondering if this is gonna be a come comes down to it like what's a um, hearsay one way from the publisher Microsoft was pushing for it to release while developers um, are complaining like it's not going well at all because management's been poor or development process has been poor or the developers themselves are just not doing the job well at all because the game has came out to be you know extremely poor. Yeah. You know, if the people making the game says, hey, please just shut down the project, you should probably shut down the fucking project, honestly. It seems like that would be the move, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it could also be from the publisher side, well, they had the job to do, they should have done their job in the first place, you know? Very true. That is true, yes. <clears throat> Um, I believe that'll do it for this one, then. Uh, let me find something fun to keep an eye on. Ah, I know. We'll use this. It's perfect. So, let me send you this. We got a nice, uh, got a nice artist. Get we got shirt. an artist. Artist. We always love our drawings. You guys should go check that Twitter out. Um, if I can find the general chat for our little thing that we use all the time. Alright, hold up. Where Um, might it be? I'm looking for it currently. My god. You you were supposed to be prepared. You are the man. I was usually prepared for this. (laughs) But for some reason, it didn't pop up. And I'm like, I need you to get it together, Discord, because I only send things to, like, three different places. <laughs> it, it doesn't want to be a part. It does not. It does not, no. It's just oh. in our general chat currently. It's not popping up in general. I said it should. There it is. See? Oh, what's this? It's all boggled. Alright, I enjoy. Yes. So, um, by all means, go check them out in the, uh, <laughs> well, our description, things of that nature. Um, but they got some sick, sick looking art. A lot of triangle angular <laughs> stuff. They got a nice one of um, Cammy right up front and then another one of Link. So we know what they've been playing. <laughs> Do the Cammy main, clearly. Oh, their Daft Punk one looks dope as fuck. Yeah. Oh, it's a clean look. It's a clean look, too. Um, Definitely, like, the use of colors. And, uh, honestly, a lot of it has, like, this really nice, luminescent feeling. Especially with uh, what he does with Luke and uh, Link. That looks kind of kind of sick. Big fan of the gorillas, I see. Uh, yes, big fan of the gorillas. I that Daft Punk his... one does look really good, though. You're not wrong. <coughs> I noticed a picture where he has uh, Chung Lee kicking, and I think it's Ken Masters kind of just blocking or parrying it very quickly. Yeah, the parry. Just how the angle's going. That should look pretty cool. Oh, he has one of Dr. Faust. That Dr. Faust looks fun. Giovanna. I love Giovanna. <laughs> I'm looking for the one with the... Uh... Oh, 
That's a really sick angle Good on Lord, this one. Right. The answer. He has one of Dr. Faust I saw. It was really hey, to cool. Be. Hold up. Let me save that. Mm-hmm. To be. To be. To be. Oh, a Jacko one. This one's really nice with Jacko. Oh, Sold that guy. Yeah. I'm looking for the... Oh, what's good? I like this Chinese one. This Chinese one's clean. Oh, nice. Okay, I finally found it. Yeah, the Ryu one. Bruh, what is he doing to Guile? <laughs> and I'm mad. Okay, the, <laughs> the One Piece one is interesting because I've never seen triangle springs like that. One Piece one. Oh, I see what it, you're talking about. It's like this first person one. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Well, now I gotta look. Oh, wow. You know what? That's actually really cool. Mm-hmm. I like how this looks. It is very stylish. Good, uh, what is it? Oh, you got the Nico Robin too. Very yeah. rigid, I want to say. Angular. Rigid, tri- rigid angular. triangular style. It's oh, the I idea. See. A lot of angles you mentioned, yeah. which is like, oh, hey, it's a JoJo one. I see Viking. Oh, I see the JoJo. Oh, this JoJo one's fire. I'm taking this one too. Credits, credits everywhere to this one, or you know. Oh, wow, Dio is Dio. Well, for sure, guys, go check them out. Uh, last but not least, <coughs> let us also uh say that we are going to be played out by another one from N Minor. So, without further ado, we are going to call bring this episode to a close. As always, we appreciate you guys. And what do we do is hit us up on our Twitter or paperplayaction at gmail.com. That's paperplayaction at gmail.com and paper underscore. Uh, action on Twitter. You can go there and uh, give us a nice little shout out. Say what's up to us. Ask us questions, as you always know you can. The other thing is uh, always spread the show, spread the love, tell people about us, let them know, because that is uh, how we get around. On top of that, um, if you ever felt like just donating to the show, you can hit us up on our Patreon or our Koji. That is in our Twitter description, and uh, yeah, if you just go to pay, uh, that, or hit us up on Cash App as well, if you just felt like donating in our way. Remember, 20% of all proceeds go to a charity of our choosing. I have to choose the one for June, actually, because it's the first one in June. So, that'll be Save the children on Twitter. D- uh, maybe. We might be saving children this time. I would assume that we usually try to save children. If anything else, save me, because I would love to get through first six now. You are not a charity. <laughs> no. I can be a charity case. Last time I checked, you are not a charity. <laughs> no. <laughs> if not me, at least help get Leon a license. I don't I don't think getting him paid to get a license gets him a license. <laughs> no, that's not how that fucking <clears throat> And also, again, last time I checked. Leon is not a charity. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. But uh, more though than anything, we love you guys. And once again, we appreciate you all. So without further ado, actually, before we close the show, what are we calling this one? (laughs) What are we calling this one? Yeah. I have no clue. (laughs) I'm not a charity. (laughs) No voice. No voice. No voice. I got no voice. Just, that's that's my that's my association with it. Um, the movie theater babies. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that will work. That will work. All right. 
There you go. After your movie theater, babies, is it? Okay. All right. We're out. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. We're never old, ever.